Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and Living Local, sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce your host of Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, We have a terrific show for you. We're going to get to it in just a second. But first, we need to hear this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back. Uh, as promised, we have a great show for you today. We have with us, uh, let's call him an old friend. Uh, he's a veteran of the podcast. We love to have him on. Uh, Peter Rosgotten. Peter is the great. owner of the Log Cabin, the Delaney House, Delaney's Market, uh, all kinds of businesses in Western Mass. How are you today, Peter? George, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's, it's an honor to be part of this, and, uh, and it's always enjoyable to chit-chat with you about things that are happening. Okay, chit-chat. We like that. Uh, <laughs> we, we'd love to have Peter on the show because he brings perspective on, on so many different things uh, involving our, our tourism and hospitality sector, everything from restaurants to hotels to banquet facilities, and also the proverbial big picture. And, and that's where I want to start today. Uh, 2022, we're now well into the fourth quarter. We're looking to 2023. It's kind of kind of assess what kind of year it's been and what kind of year 2023 can be. This was the year we were all going to return to normal and things were going to get back to where they were in 2019. Uh, how did it go from your perspective at the various businesses you are at? And, and what has normal looked like? I, I think normal is definitely not what normal was in 2019. It's a very different normal, uh, George. Uh, okay. I think everybody will agree with that. Um, 2022 was interesting, though. Uh, we, 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 we had some fun with new challenges. The, the inflation, uh, shortages of staff continued. Uh, but, uh, but it was a good year. Um, it looks like it's going to turn out to be a pretty decent year, better than we expected, at least in, in my world. Um, 2023, I'm a little worried about just kind of coming back to you. And I don't know how you feel about 2023, but. Well, let's let's, uh, talk about 2022 for a minute. Go back to um, this time last year. What were you expecting? Uh, Not that we we can expect anything anymore, but you did use that word. It was better than expected. So um, what were we expecting and, and what did we get? Well, you know, when I did the, I, I, I'm pretty religious about budgets and I'm pretty religious about trying to map out what's going to happen in the next year for sure. And sometimes I'll look at a five-year picture. Um, it was a crapshoot last year. It really was a crapshoot. And, um, and so we, we expected to do probably a little less than we did in 2019, to be very honest with you. And I am now looking at this year as probably being a little better than 2019, Wow. Um, so so um, it's been a very interesting and, and it's better in different ways. It's better in profitability and not necessarily in sales. That's an interesting point that you just made. Better in profitability, given everything that has happened with inflation and staffing and, and those costs rising, it still has been better 
from a profitability standpoint. So, so you have to put your hospitality head on for me with, with this conversation. Um, we are running almost always short staff. Um, if I want to staff a server for every two tables, I am lucky if I'm averaging a server for every three and a half tables. And I'm just using a banquet example. Mm-hmm. So that turns, even though those servers are getting paid more, the guest is paying a lot more. And in my staffing ratios are, are, are smaller than they used to be. That turns into profit. It's not exactly how you want to make a profit, but for good or for bad, that turns into profit because you're running mm-hmm. tight. You're running lean and mean for lack of a different way to, pr- to put it. And uh, also uh, us, and I think a lot of my peers, we have changed how we do business. Like we are very selective now. We, we used to say yes to almost everything. And now we, we, we really think twice before we say yes. So we don't take every piece of business. We take the business that makes sense to us. And, and that's a big change. That, that was not the thinking in 2019. Mm-hmm. We'll stay with that for a few more minutes. Uh, what are some of the things you might have said yes to before that you didn't say no to this year, just from a, a broad perspective? So the, on the broad perspective, if I stay on the banquet side of things, we, we look at the, how many banquets can we do? And when you have less staff, you do less banquets. And when you do less banquets, you're naturally going to pick the banquet that is, is more profitable. So mm-hmm. you say no to the lower budget events. You say no to the more difficult events. And, and those are the no's that actually turn into a bigger profit because uh, mm-hmm. you're focusing on the core of your business. Um, I actually like that process, and, and, and I know you're not ready to talk 2023, but we, we are strategically pushing harder in 2023 to continue that trend, meaning doing less and doing it better and therefore also more profitable. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. So let's talk about staffing for just a minute. Um, you and I have talked about this before. It was a huge issue in 2021, obviously, and in 2022. I guess the trends continued. What What did you see in terms of being able to find help, uh, being able to find it when you needed it, um, the only being way, able to get through the year? The only way to win the battle in my world, and, and we work with a, with a beginning level of, 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 of people's careers, uh, we, we went up, and I think I told you this last time, we, we, if, if I think back of 2019, my average wage in, in, in my world probably was a number around $17 an hour. I can tell you that I'm probably at the $21, $22 range right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's what it takes. Uh, a staff member doesn't take us serious if they're not making more than $20 an hour. Anybody that we bring in at $15, $16, $17 an hour is an extremely unreliable employee that's likely not to show up or likely to quit and go somewhere else where they're going to get paid more. Once they're over the $20 threshold, I think they become a little more serious. They think twice about not showing up. They think twice about leaving you. And I think that's where the hospitality industry has gone. Um, mm-hmm. In banquets, I, I would say they're probably averaging even closer to Twenty-three and twenty-four dollars an hour. Hmm. So, um, answering your other question by paying people a little bit more, and I think it's, the economy is loosening up a little bit. The staffing was better than it was in twenty twenty-one, definitely better. 
but not even remotely as easy as it was in 2018, 2019. Um, and I don't know if we'll ever get there. I don't know where all these people have gone. They don't, they don't exist anymore. They don't show up for interviews. And when they show up, when they show up to work, even at 20 something dollars an hour, it's, I'm doing you a favor for showing up. <laughs> Are we seeing any, any light at the end of the tunnel? Now I know you were, Making some changes last year, uh, there were a few months where you, you just shut down entirely and did not open because it just didn't make sense. Uh, it was difficult to get help. Um, are you planning on doing that again this year? And, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, a, that's a staffing issue for the most part? or I think it's an efficiency issue more than a staffing okay. issue. Um, having staff around for very few events uh, makes it very difficult if, if in a banquet business, the business really wakes up in April. So it's more efficient to hire and train to keep busy than hire and train for, for an event here and there. And so we are going to continue to do that and basically go into full shutdown at the beginning of the year, which is the slow season. Interesting. Okay, let's take a quick break. Uh, you're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Peter Roscotton, uh, owner of several restaurants, uh, several businesses in Western Massachusetts, uh, uh, a serial entrepreneur in the, the true meaning of that word. Uh, and that's why we like to talk to him, uh, get that entrepreneurial background. And we like to talk business and, and what's happening. Uh, Peter, the question I keep asking business owners uh, as we head into 2023 or as we continue this pattern of, of change and evolution since the pandemic started is, you know, what has changed, what has changed forever? And, you know, what are the best lessons that we've learned through this whole thing? You started touching on this earlier about, uh, you know, better profitability, doing business different. Uh, this is something we're going to continue doing, uh, more lessons like that. Uh, talk about what we've learned and, again, what has changed forever. I think the pandemic has changed the mindset of, of myself, but also of, of my coworkers. Because more than ever, the, the balance of life is, is critical. Um, my office staff, for example, is still in a hybrid mode. There's no real reason outside of that they really like it. And, and I want happy employees. So it's, if you can work in the office three days a week and you work out of your house two days a week, which is my case, uh, for an office employee and you can be productive, then, then let's do that. And those are the things that I feel, at least for the immediate future, are not going to change. Um, a happy employee is critical to make our guests and our customers happy. So whatever it takes. Um, the, you mentioned it briefly. The being selective is, is critical. I... Um, I, Delaney's Market is, is a business that I have a lot of fun with and it's still growing and we're, 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 we're adding to that infrastructure. I had somebody the other day ask me, I want you to do a, a custom meal package for me that I want you to deliver three times a week for about 15 people. And we said no to that. Uh, and the reason we said no to that is the word custom. Uh, it, is, it makes more sense at the ladies' market to mass produce something. So when I'm making mashed potatoes and I'm packaging them, I'm kind of doing that consistently. 
The second I stop and do something unique for somebody, I become less productive. And those are the things that we're doing now. We're, we're being selective. We're being careful on how we're applying our skills. And, and we're being very careful on saying yes to stuff before we think about it. Mm. I can go on and on with this because I think that's the biggest change of our time. Uh, definitely the biggest mm. change of my management career. And on the staffing side, I mean, do we think we're going to, I mean, this is it. This is the new normal. I hate to keep using that phrase, but I don't know if things are going to change and go back to the way they were in terms of uh, uh, people being available for jobs, being able to hire the way we were able to years ago, getting lots of applicants for jobs, hanging on to people, seeing people stay for several years, um, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see any of that again. I, I agree with you, George, with the one exception that I, I think this recession that's looming over our heads, uh, the, the war in Europe, uh, some of the things that are happening international. Uh, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about the economy, to be very honest with you. And if, if the economy goes downhill fast, I think it could change the labor market and it could change some other things. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about 2023. I'd, I'd be a liar if I don't say that because I think there's so many new unknowns that are coming, coming along right now. Well, in the business, we call that a segue. Uh, good job. It's my job, but uh, you, you could do my... Well, you have taught me well. <laughs> you, could, you could do my job and your job if you want. Now we'll talk about 2023. Um, you're one of those people that talks to people, listens to people, uh, probably has a better sense um, than I do, or that most people do, about what to expect in 2023. Most of the rumblings I have heard are, uh, yeah, this this could be a more difficult year than 2021, a more difficult year than 2020. Even uh, this could be a tough year. What, what are you hearing? I, I feel the same way. I, I had breakfast with some of my friends this morning, and we're actually chatting about it. And, and there's no roadmap right now for this because uh, there's still people still have a lot of money and there's money in people's accounts. There's, there's money in people's companies because COVID created a lot of savings and, and how those savings could utilize over the next 12 months, 18 months and to keep the economy alive is, is, is a variable that is not clear to any of us. So, so yes, we're going sort of into a recession or we're almost in a recession but are we really going to get there because there's money in the economy? And how do we prepare as businesses for that? I think that's our new challenge. I mean, COVID is, is in a rear, rear view mirror. Uh, COVID is really not the concern anymore. So it's, it's how is business and how are individuals going to react next year to, to what's happening in the world and in our market? Hmm. So uh, I wish I had the answers. Well, you and everybody else, uh, you, you said that there's no roadmap for this. When there's no roadmap, you can't prepare. And you're one of those types of people who likes to prepare, likes to be ready, likes to have a game plan in place. Uh, how do you operate when there's so many question marks and we don't really know what's going to happen? I'll be very honest with you. It's, it's very difficult. So if you take the lock cabin, um, we have very specific dreams and ideas of uh, doing a major revamp in that facility. And this is a tough time to pull that trigger. 
We know the facility is ready for revamp. Uh, the market is is asking for it, not verbally, but we sense it, we feel it. And and uh, and how do you pull the trigger when you're worried about a lot of things? Because if you pull the trigger the wrong time, um, then then you kill everything you've done over the last twenty years of your career. So so that's that's the difficult decision, and I don't like it because I like making things happen. I like to make sure things move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the stability of a business is by investing in the business. Uh, businesses that go out of business are the ones that don't invest in themselves. So uh, tough time to make a, a big decision. Right, and you hit it at, at a key talking point for what's coming up. Uh, if too many businesses put plans on hold, if, if too many businesses play it safe, uh, if too many businesses decide to wait until the, the storm clouds clear, then that's probably going to accelerate whatever is going to happen in 2023. And that, you know, that we've seen this before. We, that <laughs> we've part, seen this movie before. That's the scary, and that's the scary part. And, and I, 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 you, you and I usually don't talk world politics because it really doesn't apply, but I think we're in a stage right now where world politics is more important to us than it's been in a very long time. Um, because it's going to affect us. If something crazy happens in Ukraine or China or Taiwan, uh, we are we're just going to add some variables to our economy that are going to be very hard to deal with. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I wish I had a roadmap. All I know is is we have to find the balance between being conservative and being not conservative to try to move forward. Okay. And November's coming up. November could change things, too. We've got a, a midterm election. Who who knows? So, well, Peter, thank you again. As always, you've been insightful, informative, all those things. So good luck to you for the rest of this year and into 2023. Same with you, George. Uh, it's always fun talking to you. I, I, you said it right. It always is fun. So thank you for being on. And we'll yes. have you back again later. And thank you to all of you for tuning in to another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West in partnership with Living Local and sponsored as always by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.